Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. We're good, streaky! Yes! Keep it rolling. Best thing to do when you got a hitting streak. Only one guy did it more than me, that's Joe DiMaggio. Kayo Shalotis, 26. Much like Francisco, that's fun to say. Maybe one day our streak leader, Kayo Shalotis, 26, will have Lindor, and I can say them both. But yesterday, the streaker had the number one most selected player in all of Beat the Streak, and that worked like a charm. Jumps on that one and shoots it down the line, and it's off the bullpen fence. Marte is in at second with a double. That's the third Diamondback hit against Mike Miner. Cattell Marte went two for five for Arizona. He was chosen by almost 13% of streakers in fact second place on that list was Luis Arias of the twins he of the 362 batting average and those two guys were the double down for Kyle Shalotas 26 who has the lead at 35 we we are all a bunch of streakers you guys listening me Matt Spiegel Ryan Porthar producer we are flying through the streets butt naked together on our way to the gymnasium this is beat the streak daily inside the hits a special episode today the first of three installments of our interview with Jimmy Rollins MLB legend TNT pre and postman host of the new unwritten podcast with Ron Darling and a man who once hit in 38 straight games that is the eighth longest streak in the history of of the sport what did that feel like we'll ask here part one in a couple minutes part two tomorrow part three thursday as this podcast is never more than 15 minutes total we like being a manageable daily part of your baseball diet we check in on the state of the streak which is an opportunity to talk about the hottest hitters in the game as well as we all chase 5.6 million dollars in dimaggio's 56 40 games in a virtual streak is the high watermark so far for the season-long streak prize of 10 grand a streaker named allegra 2775 is at 34 gonzo r is one of three at 32 five people are at 31 including a streaker named brent 65 who just like me had bryce harper yesterday and yeah, that one's lined out to center field that's going to be in for a base hit 
Schwarber's going to score easily. Hoskin going to third. Harper hustling to second base. Slides in safely. 1-0 Phillies. 46 RBIs for Bryce Harper. Hey, what? That's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Bryce Harper has a hit in nine of his last 11 games. I wasn't scared of Sandy Alcantara of the Marlins and told you so yesterday. And he gave up, what, I think six or seven hits. Yesterday, in fact, my daily double-A hit. And Ryan's cleverly named the fourth pick hit as well. Bo Bichette. Ryan, you're rolling. I mean, Bo Bichette, he's rolling. That means I'm rolling because all I've been doing lately is picking Bo Bichette. That will work. Uh, Here's the thing, folks. We know stuff. We better this thing every weekday of the baseball season that we do. We're learning a lot. We better know stuff by now. Our pick segment is coming up later on. But first, part one of the great Jimmy Rollins here on Beat the Streak Daily. Started out the interview by asking him a simple and maddening thing. Why is hitting so hard? Oh, man, that is uh, a very, very good question. Um, Well, one, you're not in control of anything as a hitter. Um, other than putting a good swing on the ball. You can't dictate location, can't dictate speed, you can't dictate uh, break, uh, none of the above. You can't dictate the strike zone. All those things are, you know, one, strike zone interpreted by the umpire. Two, the rest of it is by the pitcher. And even when a ball leaves his hand, he can't control what it's going to do anymore. Um, After that, let's say you put a good swing on the ball, you do everything right. You have to get it by nine. Well, if you do it right, the catch is eliminated. So you have to get it by eight different people that are paid a lot of money (laughs) to be very athletic, to make catches, and then have people upstairs that are saying, hey, 80% of the time you're going to hit the ball to this side of the field. So we're going to stack the cards against you. So you factor all those things in. And then you can start to get a little bit of a glimpse of why it's so hard to hit it, or I, to get a hit. I, I think it's the most difficult thing to do in sports. I, I, I really do. I mean, I haven't posted up Shaq. You did a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> but is, is it the hardest thing? Is it the hardest thing to do in sports, you think? I, I, I believe so. You know, they, they, they say, you know, a round bat and a round ball that is traveling at 90 miles per hour, uh, you know, vertical drop of an inch to three inches depending it is it, difficult i mean how how do you see speed right like how do you see speed coming right at you when you're on the side of speed you get to see it because it goes by you but here you are at you know 60 feet six inches from the rubber by the time the pitcher throws the ball you're in the 50s you know you're 50 something feet away and not knowing what's going to happen how do you sit there and say i have the confidence to get a hit and trust me, now that I'm not playing, I'm on this side of the game, I ask myself all the time. And I still say, I'm like, I can't believe I used to do that. I'm like, I guess I did. I mean, I, I did it for 16 years, but I still can't believe I used to do that and do it, you know, pretty effectively. That's how hard it is, that if you allow yourself to really, you know, grasp the concept of what you're seeing, you really get a true appreciation of how talented these guys are. It, I, I totally agree. And, like, the ability to be confident when you're going to mm-hmm. fail that much, when the, the deck is that stacked <laughs> against you, is that you born with that or did you develop that confidence? Well, I, I think we're all a little bit insane. <laughs> you know, the, you know, the definition of a center, we, we keep doing it over and over and over. Think we're going to get different results. We're not. Look, if you're great, you, the best you're going to do is three and a little bit more, you know? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, I think you just, um, 
over time you just you just develop this um you know saying like no no matter what no matter what happens i'm the best out here you know i'm going to get a hit i'm going to hit it over their head i'm going to hit it by them you have to because if you sat there and thought about you know uh the many ways you can get out it, it wouldn't make sense for you to try to even attempt to play baseball yeah. or to try to be a hitter. You know, I'm going to be a pitcher because the odds are my favorite. That's the side I'm going to be on. But um, you just have to say to yourself, I'm the best, and I don't care who's on the mound, I can get a hit. And I think that's how you go about it. What kind of matchups did you think were advantageous for you? Like when you woke up in the morning and you saw yep. that Blank was pitching, because we look at a million things, and we do. It drives us nuts, you know? We look at handedness. We look at the way a fastball might move. We look at personal history. Like what, 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 what would make you feel good some morning if you knew you were facing pitcher X? Uh, well, one, history. Is this a guy that um, I have – success off of two as long as he didn't throw a cutter i was i felt pretty good cutters and sinkers are are just devastating to me um right-handed i handled cutters a lot better than i did left-handed and then sinkers i, I handled a lot better left-handed than i did right-handed so when i knew a guy was you know a four-seamer maybe have a little slider which was always breaking into me which is you know a, a slow cutter so i could deal with that and a change-up guy when, when that combination was there, you know, just, you know, the th- true three quarters, nothing funky, um, fastball, slider, changeup type pitcher, I felt pretty good, you know, going to the plate. And fortunately, you know, when, when I played, that's what it was. Fastball velocity, I never cared. It's like the harder you throw, the less time I have to think, the less your ball is going to move, and the more you're going to want to challenge me. I'm a little guy. You don't want to get to Ryan and Chase and Pat and Jason Worth, you don't want to get to them with, with guys on. So you're going to do your best to get ahead of me. And for me, that worked in my favor because I went up there. I went to swing 1-0-0-1-0-0 as, as much as possible because I didn't want to let you get to your um, off-speed stuff. Didn't work all the time, but those are the guys that I sat there and I'm like, today, today should be a good day. But don't get me wrong, you have plenty comfortable 0 for 4s out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, at least, but at least you're comfortable, so. Yeah, you're comfortable, you know. <laughs> Maybe it makes you more comfortable the next day. See, that's the stuff. I feel like front offices these days are looking at, you know, the, the swing plane. Like, whatever your swing plane was, Jimmy, that that struggled with the cutter, that struggled with the sinker. They would figure out which pitchers and which ways to get you. I feel like there's – maybe it's always the case. There's a level that the front offices are thinking that is ahead of what analysts can be thinking on a given day. Uh, yeah, and, and I get it. You know, I get the science. Look, baseball, every sport is a game of science. Let's, let's, let's just call it what it is. Without the science, the sport wouldn't exist. You know, how do we know? And we go back, you know, 60 feet, six inches, uh, 90 feet in between bases. How do we know that that is the perfect distance, you know, with the human, you know, velocity going up, uh, runners getting faster, batters getting faster? It's still, it's still the same, that half a step to get a guy out, that, you know, ball breaking with with you know with the uh, rotation uh, the RPMs I guess rotations per or whatever however they measure that 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 is still changed as people have gotten bigger stronger and faster it still works out so I understand it the science has always been a part of it but there's still a human element that I think they don't consider as much 
Like, yes, I do struggle with the cutter, but what if that guy's cutter isn't cutting that day? What if the sinker is a little bit flat? This might be the day I can get them, you know? Yep. Um, and they take all that to consideration. Now, don't get me wrong. They have all the books, and they like this guy. This is what he normally does. But he's a human being. First and foremost, he's not going to be perfect. He can be. He can slip. Yes, I might struggle off of him as a starter, right? But let me get into the rhythm of the game because later in the game when he comes out, I have a rhythm of the situation comes up, and I get this guy. Not coming off the bench as a pinch hitter because that's not a role I'm familiar with. Um, but as a starter, I'm playing, I'm playing, and I struggled against him. But as soon as he came out, you know, batter's eyes get big when that starting pitcher comes out, like, give me the bat. Mm -hmm. This is the time that you need me to be at my best. And if I'm not involved in the game as a starter, which is my role, then I might not have a chance to succeed in that situation. So I get it. You know, they wanted to get the best matchup as possible. I mean, the best matchup possible as far as computers and the numbers spit out. But as a human being, first and foremost, I play the game, not the computer. Yes, he did play the game. That's part one of our interview with Jimmy Rollins. Tomorrow, during part two, we talk about his 38-game hit streak, and we'll talk about beat the streak as well. We're going to get Jimmy playing. That's the goal. So our pick segment is coming up in a matter of moments here on Beat the Streak Daily. My Daily Double A, the fourth pick, the Daily Stay Away. It's all right after this. Stay here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A Pirates-Cardinals split doubleheader means there are 16 games in a jam-packed MLB Tuesday. Dodgers and Angels for the Battle of Los Angeles is the late game at 10-10 Eastern time. Every episode of the pod would give you the daily stay away. Yesterday, I used the Mike Petriello baseball savant chart. That gave you Alec Manoa yesterday, and he went six innings of one-hit shutout ball. Today, we like Nick Pavetta of the Red Sox. That pitcher has been really good lately. Just 20 hits given up in his last 33 innings. And get this, the entire A's roster that he's going against... Over 46 career plate appearances against Pavetta. They have a batting average under 100 with nearly a 35% strikeout rate. Two weeks ago, Pavetta went seven scoreless and allowed just two hits to this same team. He's going to be dominant again. The A's are the 29th ranked offense in MLB. Stay away. You stay away. I stay away. Time now for my daily double A. I give you two picks every day. One is anecdotal. One is analytical. Yesterday, I hit it with Bryce Harper and Ty France. Today, anecdotal. The Braves have won 12 straight. They have a run differential of plus 48 in that 12-game span. The hottest hitter the last two weeks on that team, Dansby Swanson, 21 hits in 59 at-bats for a 356 average. Braves are in D.C. going against TBA. Dansby Swanson owns TBA. Who doesn't? At least Dansby has the last two weeks. It's my guy. Dansby Swanson, the anecdotal pick. Analytically speaking, G-Man Choi is raking on an 11-game hit streak. His batting average up to a career-high 284. He's top 10 in average exit velocity on the year. And here's the big thing. In his career against Garrett Cole, Choi, 10 for 25 with four homers. 
He was asked why he hits Cole so well two weeks ago. He smiled but would reveal nothing. Cole got lit up in Minnesota his last time out. Maybe he bounces back, but Choi is going to get him tonight in Yankee Stadium. So I like G-Man Choi and Dansby Swanson. The fourth pick. What you got, Ryan? You just mentioned G-Man Choi. There are a lot of batters tonight with great track records against the starting pitchers, like Freddie Freeman against Noah Syndergaard, Joey Votto against Zach Davies, Manny Machado versus Kyle Hendricks. Something to keep an eye on as you bring up the MLB Play app to make your BTS selections. But tonight, I'm going with a hitter who owns an entire team. Jose to center field. Castro is back at the track and the wall and bring him a shrubbery. Two-run home run, Jose Abreu, and it is nine to five. That was Jose Abreu's second home run and third hit of the night against the Tigers. He is now hitting 344 since May 16th. He's hitting 333 on the road this season versus 195 at home, and he's a career 347 hitter against Detroit. I don't care who starts. It's a bullpen game for the Tigers tonight. Abreu will continue to get it done. Love it. That's how we do it on Beat the Streak Daily Inside the Hits. Subscribe now to the show wherever you get your podcasts and play the game. Beat the Streak every day of the MLB season within the MLB Play app for your chance to win $5.6 million. Beat the Streak Daily Inside the Hits drops every weekday of the MLB season well before the first game of the day and is a production of Odyssey in partnership with Major League Baseball. Just like Wee Wheelie Keeler said that he was doing in 1895, we hope all your guys today hit them where they ain't. Woo! We're streaking! We're streaking! <laughs>